Hey guys, Anthony from Maze and Brew here to introduce you to our friends and sponsors of the podcast, homefieldapparel.com. Homefield is a premium collegiate apparel brand located right in the heart of Big Ten country in Indianapolis and makers of some of the most comfortable items of clothing you will ever own. Homefield launched its Michigan collection in early November with several awesome vintage designs that capture a lot of the things we love about the Wolverines. Everything they do and design for all schools comes from a place of love that honors the history of some of our favorite institutions across the country. So if you're looking for a gift for that Tulane grad of yours, or simply want to add some North Dakota State gear to your collection, in addition to the Michigan stuff you buy, they are the place to do it. Our listeners, our readers, the Maize and Brew family can get 20% off your first purchase using the promo code MNB at homefieldapparel.com. That's promo code MNB at homefieldapparel.com for 20% off your first purchase. I promise you, their gear will become an instant favorite in your collection. Hello and welcome into another edition of the Maize and Brew podcast here on maizeandbrew.com. I am your host today, team site producer, managing editor, and decided that even though we were gift-wrapped a Saturday without Michigan football, gift-wrapped a, basically, I mean, it's an unscheduled bye week, there was a void there to be filled for me. I had to, I had to do some kind of podcast today. So here I am. Uh, it is Saturday evening. Just watched Coastal Carolina BYU. Awesome game. Probably the game of the year. And it came together in two days. So kudos to them for that. That was a lot of fun. Haven't had a ton of fun watching football this year. Obviously follow Michigan. And I'm also a Lions fan, which you know by now. So not much going on today outside of, you know, Michigan Twitter kind of still being riled up, although much more quiet because there wasn't a game over what's going on with Jim Harbaugh. And something that I asked... Uh, on Friday and early Saturday morning was that, you know, I had planned on coming here and doing some kind of quick podcast on Saturday just to fill the void, just to, you know, chat, take some questions, things like that. A lot of it, it's all it's all exactly what you think it was. It's coaching stuff. It's, is Jim Harbaugh going to be back? Is he going to get fired? Are they going to part ways? Is there going to be an extension? Who would be on the staff? All of that type of stuff. But as I sit here, right after I press record, there are, um, I won't call them rumors, I guess buzz, message board buzz, um, you know, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine posted earlier in the day behind the paywall, so I won't give away too much. That's that's their business, their information. I'm not going to be someone that scoops them. And, and I'll say this too, I don't have any inside information to add to any of it. So this is merely me reacting to what the conversation has been on social media, to what you know people have been talking about in the last day or so. It looks like it looks like that Jim Harbaugh is going to get an extension, which really should not be surprising to anyone. It was supposed to come in March, February, whenever it was that they were discussing it. It got pushed back because of the pandemic. We've heard nothing this year to suggest that that extension isn't coming. 
nothing's official, although it sounds like it could be early next week. The details of that, again, you'll leave that to the paywall, the message board people. Go seek that out if that's the type of information you're looking for. This is a mistake. And I don't want to talk too much about it because we want to do a reaction podcast when, if slash when the news drops. But the long and the short of it is that an extension for Jim Harbaugh is a mistake. And, and for the simple reason being this. This is a man, a coach. Again, I don't want to attack him as a man. He's a good, like, can, can we get something straight here? Jim Harbaugh is a good man, a passionate guy. And honestly, he's a pretty good steward for the university. He just doesn't win enough football games. So let's just, let's start there. And again, I know we said that about Brady Hoke and stuff too. I get it. Jim Harbaugh has replaced a lot of members of this coaching staff in the six years he's been here. He's changed both coordinators. His biggest failing right now. Do you know why we are where we are right now? Can I just go there? The defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator. Probably the two most important, I mean, it's not probably, the two most important assistant coaching hires that you can make as a college football head coach. Don Brown was hired in either late 2015, early 2016 from basically what amounted to a Google search to of who had the best defense in 2015. It was Boston College. Okay, fine. Had a good couple years. It looked like it was justified. We'll get back to that in a second. Josh Gaddis was Mike Loxley's understudy at uh, at at Alabama, which sidebar, it's probably good they didn't play this game on Saturday because the last thing that that really we needed to see was Mike Loxley put on an offensive show against Michigan while Josh Gaddis hammers a running back into the line of scrimmage on first and 10. Probably didn't need to see that today. But basically, he made his way to Michigan after an 11th-hour phone call from Jim Harbaugh saying, hey, uh, come here. So your two coordinator jobs, the two most important jobs that you can have on a coaching staff, basically, again, I don't know. It's basically, essentially by a Google search and a phone call. And then, you know, wash your hands of that those sides of the ball from there. Listen, you had to change defensive coordinators because DJ Durkin left for Maryland. You had to change offensive coordinators because you needed to bring your offense into the 21st century. But when you look at both sides of the football now, they're they're listless and fail to do fundamental things on both sides of the ball. And that's on Jim Harbaugh. And, and I and I'm someone who said this too. A couple years back, I said he needs to step back and be more of a CEO. Well, now it looks like he has been, and nobody knows what the hell they're doing. So maybe we were wrong about that. But he's had... Listen, Nick Saban... And again, I'm not comparing to Jim Harbaugh to Nick Saban. Um, most big-time college head coaches would have fired Don Brown 
after Ohio State pulled their pants down in 2018. Like it was that shocking and embarrassing of a of a an effort from them. But if you want to call that a blip on the radar, fine. That's fine. But then Wisconsin last year happened. Penn State in the first half last year happened. Ohio State happened again. Last year was a perfect time to switch out defense. And Don Brown is going to be the guy. He's going to be the sacrificial lamb here. But it's the same... It's the same reason I'm pissed off about the Lions right now in that it was pretty clear last year that Matt Patricia wasn't going to be the guy to, to figure it out, to get the job done. Just like it was, and again, both Boston East Coast guys. Funny how that works. It was pretty clear last year that Dom Brown wasn't the guy to get this figured out. Because as the, the talent on the defense has gotten lesser, a.k.a. the further we get away from the 2017 class that didn't pan out anyways, the returns have been worse. So no, if Jim Harbaugh stays and nukes Don Brown, I'm not patting him on the back for that. Because we all knew that was the case last year. But I think that's where this is headed. And I don't know if Josh Gaddis will be back. I think we're probably closer to, you know, bringing Jed Fish back and bringing the band back together. The Jim and Jed show. Can't say I'd have an issue with that as long as you stay modern in your attack. Say what you will about those offenses before they were modernized, but at least Michigan knew what they were. Michigan doesn't know what they are right now. So when he gets this extension, because again, I think it's going to happen, I'm not patting him on the back for that. So like I said, I asked for questions from people, and again, will Jim Harbaugh be fired? No. Uh, Dave Reese asked, is it the strength and conditioning coach? We seem to be a step slower. Is there any relation to that? I, I don't think so. Dave Reese again. I watched the entire Iowa State game today, and that's a team that looks prepared and well-coached. The kids seem to love to play for him. Any smoke? I think all the smoke right now is that Jim Harbaugh is coming back. And listen, you... <laughs> It kind of seems like Texas is Urban Meyer or bust right now. And Penn State can't fire James Franklin. So I don't think there are going to be many high-profile openings, especially in a pandemic. But you better hope that someone else doesn't scoop up Matt Campbell this year. So you maybe have a shot at him next year. Again, I I have some thoughts, you know. Here's the thing about the extension. If you obviously nobody knew it was going to get this bad this year, you know, this season. But the PR hit that you would have taken by signing that extension during a pandemic, and maybe it is signed already and they just haven't announced it. That's certainly the way that they seem to be operating. 
Jim Harbaugh is still on the recruiting trail. Again, it maybe cost you some guys. Might cost you Xavier Worthy. Cost you Isaac Thompson the other day. It's the PR hit that you would have taken back in March if you just said, hey, this is this is what we're doing. Pandemic or not would have been way less than it's going to be when this thing probably gets announced next week. Because then it's a pandemic and you suck. So, I mean, (laughs) this is where we're at. Jim Harbaugh is probably going to be coaching your team next year. And again, I'm not, we'll go into, when this extension, if it happens, if it becomes official, we'll react to it. Probably, I'm guessing, on Brewcast on Monday. I'd love to talk to you about candidates or something, if there was smoke to Jim Harbaugh leaving. Uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. I know there was some back and forth between people uh, or late in the week that, oh, Harbaugh isn't telling people, telling recruits if he'll stay or not. And which this is what I've told you guys before about Sam Webb having a direct line to the man upstairs. He put out a message right from Jim Harbaugh and said, it's not true. So I'm not, I'm taking a firm, no coaching candidate talk until a coach needs to be replaced. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist. And if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. So I do have a couple more questions here to get to. Really just one. We'll end it with one. It'll be a quicker show. I've already rambled with the material I have already. Uh, Clint Derringer asks, one, is there a role on the 2021 staff for Chris Partridge and Devin Bush Sr.? And two, would they come back if offered? Okay, here's here's a little look behind the curtain right now. And again, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a scoop guy. You guys know, I mean, I am essentially one of you, except I draw a paycheck for doing this and I have access to the program, but not inside access. I do have it on good authority from a source, source, God, I sound so official. And I think I've said this here before, so I'm not breaking news here. Before the bowl game, when the news came out that Chris Partridge was going to interview at Ole Miss, 
there was there was talk, and again, I'm talking talk from someone down on the Michigan sideline that suggested Chris Partridge is, is going to take this job at Ole Miss. But if the D.C. job at Michigan came open tomorrow, he'd come back and take it. Again, this was back. This was you know, was on the field uh, before the before the the bowl game, the Citrus Bowl, whatever that bowl was. I was at. That's from somebody that knows what they're talking about. If those bridges haven't been burnt, which I don't think they have been. Yeah, I would bring him I would bring him back to be your defensive coordinator. And guess what? You don't have a safeties coach right now because Bob Shoup is doing Lord knows what. Hopefully everyone's okay and healthy. But I'd put Devin Push Sr. in that in that uh, safeties role as well. Um I don't know what I'd do with everyone else. Sean Nua seems to be doing an okay job on the recruiting trail, but yeah, they're not developing there. They haven't had a defensive tackle commit since Greg Madison was still at Michigan. And and no, the 240-pound defensive ends from Massachusetts that become defensive tackles, I'm sorry, they don't count. That's not how... That might be how Boston College operates. That can't be how Michigan operates when you're in the Big Ten East. It can't. I'm sorry. What do they do with Brian Brian Jean Mary? I don't know. He's coaching the linebackers, but the linebackers haven't looked good this year, but they haven't been healthy either. Do I think there's a place on this twenty-one, uh, this staff next year for Chris Partridge and Devin Bush? Absolutely. If they want to be here. I'm probably, again, if you want to shake things up, you bring Partridge in to run your, uh, your defense, co-special teams, whatever. Devin Bush coaches your safeties. I like what Mike Zordich does with the corners. When they have guys, like, he develops guys there. Even the guys now. Like, one of the the bright spots of the last couple weeks is that the corners have gotten better. So I'd keep Zordich. Defensive line and linebacker, I'm kind of iffy on that. But I think that, see, I mean, the defense defense needs an enema. So I don't know if that's enough to shake things up. Because that, you know... We're asking for Partridge to come back. I think I'd like to see someone a little more proven than that, honestly. Um, but there's there's the getting younger part, having a different voice. That's great. And there's the second part of that is, well, it's kind of more of who's been here, too. You know what I mean? But I, I'd still be cool with it. On the offensive side of the ball, I think anyone not named you know, Ed Warner is and should be safe. Uh, they should give him whatever it takes to, to stay around. If you want to go into this next year where him and, uh, let's just say, Jed Fish comes and they're co-offensive coordinators, I'm fine with that. He's playing redshirt freshman and true freshman on the offensive line this year. Let's chill there a little bit. 
put four guys in the NFL last year. Things are okay there. So Ed Warner's safe. Sharon, Sharon Moore? Yeah, I think he should be safe too. He's might be the best recruiter that you have. Do I like him coaching tight ends? Eh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure, though, he's a former guard. So maybe... I'll look that up. Um, let's just say Ed Warner leaves for an opportunity elsewhere. Yeah, he was a guard for uh, Bob Stoops. Let's just say Ed Warner was to leave. I, I, I wouldn't mind... I'd be okay with giving... I, I just want him to stay on the staff. And it's a good hire. That's a positive guy to have around. You know, I don't know if Josh Gaddis should be safe or not, you guys. I really don't. Um, I'd have to think... I think he will be. My gut tells me that if this is heading the way that we think it might be, Jed Fish comes back co-offensive coordinator with Josh Gaddis and he coaches, you know, uh, Fish coaches the quarterbacks, Gaddis coaches the wide receivers. With Harbaugh having more of a role in play calling. And again, that might be one of those too many cooks in the kitchen things that we hated from, you know, the Drevno, Pep Hamilton, that whole ordeal. But I think that's, I honestly, that might be your most realistic look at what this staff might look like next year. And I guess the question you have to ask yourself now is, would you be okay with that? I could be talked into that. I think I could be talked into that. Again, it's not going to, this is the thing too. If you have to nuke your entire coaching staff, Six years into this, going into seven years. Next year will be year seven of Jim Harbaugh. Do you believe that? If you have to nuke your entire staff, do you deserve to be here? And I'm not piling on. I'm just, we're talking about what's in the news today. I don't know. So that's kind of where I'm at today. I don't have a whole lot more to add. There wasn't a game to be played. Uh, enjoyed watching games un, uh, unencumbered by being tied to Michigan. Uh, shout out to Eastern Michigan today who upset Western Michigan. And not shout out, uh, the opposite of the shout out to Central Michigan who played horrible and kind of threw away a pretty big chance to get back into the race for the Mac West. So thanks to my alma mater for that. Michigan basketball will be back Sunday evening, uh, Sunday matinee at 4 o'clock against UCF, and then uh, Wednesday, the ACC Big Ten Challenge against North Carolina State. So that's going to do it for me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. Follow the website at Maze and Brew. Follow our shows and podcasts wherever you get your content, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. We're there, I promise you. So we'll be back. Uh, well, the next time you'll hear me, you'll be hearing a lot of me this week, will be on our Sunday night into Monday morning basketball podcast with myself, Chris Castellani. We'll see if we get Daniel Dash in there. We'll be back Monday on Brewcast to 
maybe talk about a contract extension. We'll see. Um, Harbaugh usually speaks to the media on Monday. I have a feeling that this Michigan-Ohio State game will probably be canceled by Monday or Tuesday, and then we'll have to eat all of the crow that comes with uh, waving the white flag, I guess, so to speak. It's not that, but I'm just playing into the dumb the dumb take. But. All right, anywho, that'll do it for me. Thanks for your time. Hopefully it was a worthwhile listen, just kind of a look into uh, where I think things are at right now and, and where I think things are headed. And um, I'll say this. The second that Penn is put to paper on an extension, they have my full support. The, the players do. Um, you know, it comes with expectations that next year you probably need to win nine or ten games. But I will... Uh, I'm not going to be picking them to do that, but that will be what the expectation is. And when when the dust clears, that's that's where we'll be. So if it's if it is truly a three-year extension, that's not difficult to get out of if this goes sideways. So um, not too worried about it. So all right, that's it for me. We'll talk to you guys next time.